It does take every kind of people to make the world go round and for us to just be conscious and and recognize that we are interconnected. And uh, that is uh, Robert Palmer, um, every kind of people. And uh, we also played you, Dana Ross, there. Uh, Ain't no mountain high enough, whatever challenge you're facing. Uh, It could be worse if you uh, perhaps use, um, you know, those words to just encourage yourself uh, that it could be worse and uh, it's not the end for as long as you are here uh, there's always um, hope there's always uh, change that's bound to happen um, because you see things differently now and this speaks to uh, it's that time of the year where people disappeared in Devon they were doing uh, vacations in 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 Dubai and um, they're back now with a tail between the legs and uh, asking for forgiveness uh, this is our relationship corner. Welcome and thank you so much for connecting to SFM Radio. And we're talking about restoring that uh, trust after infidelity. And Vanessa Mokoros is joining us as a consciousness coach. Good afternoon and welcome, Vanessa. Good afternoon, Chriselda. Thank you for having me and good afternoon to the listeners. You know, sometimes when people say, uh, baby, please forgive me, uh, to air is human, I don't even believe that they, they, they mean it. Uh, you know, you make a conscious decision that you are going to disappear the entire December and you come back, you're asking for forgiveness, consider our children, consider our families, like, okay. <laughs> so can one actually go back to restoring trust after infidelity? Um, it is possible, um, Chriselda, depending on will and intention and also if there's an, a possibility or chance for integrity to be recovered. So by the time your word is broken, because the initial commitment is exclusivity in the relationship, full commitment and respecting and honoring the love that you are entering with this person, and when that is broken, the we can use the tool of forgiveness as um, as a tool and recovering your integrity from the commitment that you have made and now you have broken and setting up things that you're willing to do to regain that trust. So where do we so start? When a person says, I'm sorry, forgive me, please. Is it that easy? It's not that easy. Like I'm saying, forgiveness as a tool is... Firstly, recognizing that what you have done has got an impact on another human being. Mm. And then recovering your integrity. So you've made a commitment. Now you've broken that commitment. That impact that you have caused or the hurt that you've caused on another person, there's specific things that they would need the, their partner to do um, mm. in order to to heal and to start building that trust from scratch as well. Mm. And thirdly, recognizing that, you know, by the time somebody hurts you to that degree, they need to be operating from a much lower level of consciousness to not even have the compassion not to to hurt you. Mm. So, you know, by the time somebody leaves for days and, you know, disappears and you don't hear from them and they're getting up to things that they shouldn't be getting up to, it's it's a really low level of, of consciousness and operating mode. And um, it doesn't so help that... Developing we, that and... 
It doesn't help that we live in a time of social media um, because you could be with a person that does not know that you belong elsewhere and they could be posting about, uh, I mean, this moment for them um, of, of being on, on vacation with a loved one only to find that, um, I mean, your intentions are not uh, um, as honest. So you, you talk about forgiveness being a tool. Do you just say, I'm, I'm, I'm going to forgive you? It's not enough. It's not enough to apologize. It's not enough to ask for forgiveness. Mm. The, the, the things that would need to be put in place to recover and develop that trust again, that's what would be the new commitment mm. in order mm. to get to that space of forgiveness. So just asking for forgiveness is not sufficient. This is what would be unpacked in the coaching sessions where yeah. you are saying, here are the specific things that were done. Here are the specific um, uh, recovery or healing uh, requirements for somebody to even get to that place where they say, I forgive you and I accept your apology. Mm. So it's, it's not a five-minute conversation or I'm sorry, please forgive me. No, these things need to be unpacked. Responsibility needs to be taken and trust to be developed again from scratch by living out the things that you said you would do. So if you commit to say, I will come home at 8 o'clock each evening or I'll be home for dinner or I'll take the kids for a month to school or taking on other responsibilities so that you redeem yourself mm. um, and doing those things consistently would be what helps, um, you know, the other partner who's been hurt to start regaining trust or rebuilding their trust. But there's a will and an intention that needs to be there. Both people need to want to work on their marriage or their relationship to recover from that. And what happens when you are with a partner that is manipulative and, and making you um, take the blame and feel like you are the one that caused, uh, the, led the other this party is, to this, infidelity? This is where, you know, having this process facilitated. So discussions between husband and wife or boyfriend and girlfriend outside of a facilitated space will, will leave room for that manipulation to happen. Mm. and for it to be tackled as well. So if it's something that's happening within that relationship, it's something that also needs to be tackled so that it doesn't happen in the future going forward. And you, you so also talk the about... things that consciousness coaching would support the couples to have an awareness around because you can't really do anything about something that you don't have an awareness with. That's People it. that are manipulative don't, usually don't think that they are manipulative. And to them, it's just a way of are, life. become defensive and it, it just becomes a continuous circle, cycle. So in the integrity recovery, um, and, and as you said, that you both commit to this is the plan. This is how I'm going to, um, you know, seek my forgiveness as it's not a given. Uh, this is the plan we're putting together. And uh, maybe the first two days, uh, because, you know, one is still guilty, um, they follow through. And what happens when third day or week later, they just drop on, on, on the um, uh, whatever commitment that uh, both parties agree to? This integrity is the biggest measure in the consciousness coaching space. Um, what it actually means is that you are going to do what you said you were going to do by the time you said you're going to do it. So the commitment has to have a time, a measure, a frequency. So if 
you requ- if the other partner needs you to be consistent with your commitments for three weeks, that the word is everything with that. So you don't mm. just make commitments and your word means nothing. It's easy for you to break your word or there's many excuses under the sun that would make you break your word. For those three weeks, you keep up to that commitment that you've made. This is how you keep your integrity up. And your word, you handle it with impeccability. And it always mm. boils down to that. So to the degree somebody has a high level of integrity, where they do what they said they're going to do by the time they said they're going to do it, it's to the degree you'll see the results. And there'll be no room for excuses or breaking your word within that process. Then there's also in, in seeking, um, just trying to figure out a way of dealing uh, with the pain, uh, especially women do this, where you would call hundreds of people uh, to tell them about the, the betrayal. Uh, I mean, why do we do this and is it effective? It's not effective at all. If anything, it makes the issue even bigger because you have too many outside influences making it harder for you to have the clarity, direction, and focus that you need to make the correct decisions for what you require to heal. Um, So it's also a complaining vibration. So if we find ourselves in a situation like that, you'll see that you complain about other things outside of your marriage or relationship. So it's a complaining vibration, it's a complaining consciousness, which also needs to be transformed. So it wouldn't just be for, you know, calling an audience to complain about the betrayal, but you would be doing that in other spaces as well. Anything that you can find to complain about, this is the mode that you're operating from, you would be operating from. And that's something that consciousness coaching can help transform so mm-hmm. for each issue the complaining vibration there's the positive self-talk vibration which you can switch to so what happens when i mean we we've come for a consciousness coaching and you guiding us you've given us time frames and and we believe by week three that ah, we, okay we don't need vanessa anymore uh, when as a coach you had indicated that this is going to need at least six months uh it's an eight-week process it would be an eight no, i'm just process. i'm just uh, hypothetically uh, speaking yes so, so what happens in that case the, where um, we, we rush the healing process? The integrity and commitment. So if at the beginning of the process we said by the end of these eight weeks we would have achieved all the goals and commitments that you have set out, we have to see it through. There's the, to live out integrity, you have to see things through. You have to live out your commitment. So that co- complete cycle has to be completed. And there would be still things to work on, the initial goals that would have set, that would, have, that would work us through the eight weeks. So by three weeks, you wouldn't have completed what you had set out to do. Mm. Even though there would be improvements within the relationship, your communication would be better, you'd be reconnected and, you know, uh, stronger intimacy, um, you'd be experiencing all of those benefits, but you'd still have five or six uh, goals to still work through in the remaining weeks. So what happens um, as well, Vanessa, when uh, during the, the coaching process or we're seeking an intervention because we're wanting to save this relationship and it turns yeah. out the party that um, perhaps cheated doesn't tell the uh, complete truth. Yeah, 
this is also, with, again, within the consciousness coaching, there's no room for lies and excuses and inauthenticity and half-hearted commitments. There's, there's no room mm. for that. When you show up for these sessions, um, the, the method that is used is, is, is specifically uh, for extracting all of these passions and power and um, intimacy and connection and communication. So there's really little to no room for half-heartedness once you step into these into the space because of how this methodology has been developed to extract the best out of any situation that needs to be transformed. And and is there uh, perhaps a lesser sin than the other uh, where infidelity only led to kissing um did not go beyond just the kissing? From the time there's an emotional connection outside of the relationship, there's already that that's already infertility. By the time there's physical anything, you've already crossed that line mm, mm, because mm. of the commitment that you have made and the exclusivity that you know both partners had offered or committed to to giving each other. So yeah. by the time just an emotional connection, before we even get to the kissing, once you cross that line. You've already, you've already done the wrong thing. All right, let's take your messages. Uh, your calls on 0891-104-207. WhatsApp voice notes on 0614-104-107. And uh, you can also connect with us uh, via SMS um, at uh, 40938, charged at 150. And I've uh, got uh, two SMSs. Hancho uh, uh, says, trust after infidelity can be achieved through true confessions uh, of of activities done um, at a wall. <laughs> then come with com- that commitment plan, and you must just be truthful about what you did. Hey, some of the things I believe mm-hmm. just maybe um, spare your heart and not want to hear everything. Uh, and uh, Kay in Bloemfontein says cheaters um, should be patient. Um, forgiveness can be, uh, cannot be instant, um, but trust is end. Um, head partners, uh, should also know when to walk away, uh, when you've become insecure. Uh, go through the phone, car tracking records because you can't rebuild the trust. It's now a toxic, uh, situation. It's no longer, it, he actually calls it a, a toxic situation, no longer <laughs> a relationship, I guess. So how do you help people who have gotten to this place, uh, Vanessa? There's also a more respectful and honorable way of, you know, if we've totally reached a point at the end of the eight uh, weeks where there's nothing to resolve, because sometimes by the time something like this happens, the relationship has ended a couple of months or a couple of years ago um, and people just stay with each other so there's how do you transition then how what do you what can you put in plan so that you know this you've tried everything now and you can see that there's no more love there's nothing to restore um, and the best way to either separate or find other alternatives 
um, because once something becomes too toxic for two people to continue, they, they, it, it's really more um, hurtful than what it's supposed to do. A relationship is supposed to bring out the best of each party, bring love and compassion and and um, and kindness. And if that mm. can't be restored, then there should be ways or transitional um, shifts that need to be put in place to see how both parties can either leave the relationship or find other alternatives. Reverend Taps D, um, I'm hoping that you're not a like a, a reverend as in pastor, priest, and fundis, um, because reverend says you can't trust that someone will not cheat on you. You can uh, you can only hope that he or she doesn't cheat and uh, can trust them in other areas of life. When it comes to cheating, there are no guarantees. <laughs> what have relationships turned into? <laughs> So tell us about, uh, you know, consciousness coaching. What is it about and uh, how can people use this tool uh, to better their relations? So consciousness coaching is the most sophisticated uh, methodology of developing one's consciousness or awareness. So unless a person has actually done something to develop their consciousness, most people are just operating with about 2% consciousness, and there's an entire 98% that just lays dormant. When you develop your consciousness, you have the ability to have the clarity, the focus, the direction you require to make the decisions that you need to make and design the life that you want to live uh, free and detached from all the social conditionings, uh, subconscious programs, which are all the things that we are unable to see that actually influence a lot of our um, decisions and inform um, how we live our lives and the reality that mm-hmm. we create for ourselves. So the more consciousness one has, the better ability they have to see the things that actually stand between them and their goals. So it's a very powerful methodology that um, develops one's consciousness and helps um, in a great deal to design the life that you want to live instead of being reactive to life or finding yourself in a situation where you are more of a victim than a, particip- a participator in your in your real life experience. Yeah. All right, uh, um, Lungisani in Queenstown, Lungisani says uh, th- there'll never be trust after infidelity. Uh, remember, someone slept with someone here. So, I mean, how do we forgive them? Again, these are all things that would be unpacked within the consciousness coaching space. So trust when it's given without being earned this is how easy it's easier to to or it's harder rather to recover it because it wasn't really earned and a space would be created within the consciousness coaching space where that trust has to be earned mm. it has to be earned there's specific things that have to be done to show that you are willing to change. And that goes back to the cheating again. When somebody cheats, they have a lower awareness or consciousness of the impact of what they're doing has on another human being. You develop that awareness so that they know and have an understanding that this is a hurtful thing to do. Nobody wants to hurt somebody knowing consciously, mm. saying, I'm going to do this to this person to hurt them. So it's it's that consciousness, it's that awareness that needs to be developed to shift that person from that low functionality that says, 
well, this I'm just going to say sorry and ask forgiveness, and my actions shouldn't have more of an impact than I think they would. And in a case where there's um, power dynamics at play, uh, where the other party is um, sort of a breadwinner and uh, gotten to uh, not even care about uh, what the other's feelings are, um, is, is, could there be hope when you're dealing with infidelity or is it a case where uh, you've accepted to stay with this person, so live with it? So that's resignation. And this is what I'm saying. Most of, you know, by the time somebody cheats within a relationship, there's already resignation that has happened on some degree within that relationship. Mm. And it would be the willingness to want to open your heart space again, because, again, there's a closed heart or a blockage within the heart space when you don't even have compassion for another human being of how they Mm. feel just because you're paying for things. This is something that needs to be unblocked and reopened and expanded again so that your heart space can function in a healthy way that is not destructive or hurtful to others. And where where do we find help? Um, And what would help entail? Help is available to those that are willing and have a high level of commitment to fix and um, recover and heal their relationships. Mm. And it's a huge commitment. So it goes back again to this, you know, how how much does your word mean? If you say, I'm committed to uh, making this relationship work and healing and solving whatever else has been underlying within this relationship, with that commitment, help is available but Mm. if it's going to be a thing of oh this is i'm curious about what consciousness coaching is and you know maybe this will buy me some more time you won't even see you won't even see through the whole process if that's that's the case but those that really have a will and a yearning to um, heal their relationships this is this is the help that's available to them and where do we find it where do we find you I am available on my mobile, 083-712-9797. Currently, I am in the UK, so that number is working on WhatsApp. And I am available also on email, msvee at gmail, um, msvee.ice at gmail.com. Thank you. Thank you very much uh, for joining us and uh, thank you for uh, the enlightenment. And I'm hoping that more and more people just reach out and help their relations. This is my hope as well, because there's, there's, there's hope, there's uh, hope and assistance for them. Thank you for having me, Chriselda. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you very much. That's Vanessa Mokholosi, who is a consciousness uh, coach, and hopefully she'll come back home soon. (laughs) And uh, she is available in those platforms that she shared uh, to help you help your relationship. And uh, in the next about 20 minutes or so, we are going to, as we did uh, in the previous uh, days, uh, give you a triple play treat. And we start off the triple play uh, with uh, Tsepotola speaking to all those who are has committed to hurting their partners. Let's pay the bills and go straight to Tepotun.